this is episode 33 of How to Be a Steminist. This is going to be my final episode for 2020. So listen in if you want to hear a bit more about what's been happening over the last couple of weeks, what I will be up to next year and what you can expect from the show in 2021. I'm also looking for a way to make this podcast a two-way conversation between you and I, so listen in to see how you can get involved. This is the How to Be a Steminist podcast. I'm your host, Tiffany, a proud woman in STEM. To me, being a steminist means creating a wildly fulfilling career without compromising your family or social life. Because when you love your whole life, you become a living example that a career in STEM is where it's at. I'm on a mission to equip women in STEM around the world with strategies to take back control of their career progression, navigate those difficult and awkward gender equality issues, and stop balancing work with life and start enjoying it. If you want to learn all the things no one else teaches you about being a woman in STEM, you've come to the right place. Let's get stuck in. Before I get started on today's episode, I wanted to remind you of the free gift I've got waiting for you. The link is in the show notes for the seven-step STEM career audit. This is a list of seven things I know that anyone can do quickly and easily that is really going to raise your visibility in the workplace so you can finally get the recognition you deserve. Most people don't think about what these things are, but because I spend my waking hours thinking about how women in STEM can raise their profiles, I've come up with these seven easy things. These are not things that you have to work on for a long time. They are immediate things you can put in place right now. So don't waste any time. Go and grab that career audit. Find the link in the show notes below. I'm using today's show as a bit of an update for what I've been up to and what you can expect next year from the show. I've been running How to Be a Steminist now for seven months. I can't believe it. This is my 33rd episode and I have been able to reach thousands of women's ears around the world, which I am so honored and privileged to have the opportunity to do. But firstly, I wanted to let you know some super exciting news. I have been listed as a finalist for three categories at the Asian Podcast Awards. Now, this is the first year that they're running the awards um, via the Asian Podcast Network. And I was told about these awards from a friend. She said, why don't you enter? This sounds like something that would help you raise your podcast's profile. So I thought, hey, why not? I entered without really thinking too much of it because I know there are some amazing podcasts out there. And yeah, I just couldn't believe it when I watched the uh, finalist um, announcement video back and I kept coming up for more uh, finalist positions. So uh, I've been nominated for the best career podcast, best mission-driven podcast, and also the big one, which is 
podcast of the year. This is a global awards. Uh, I'm really, really excited to be part of it. And I think even just being a finalist at this stage has been such a massive thing uh, for the podcast, which is great. If you're listening to this, it probably means that you are finding this podcast and this show really helpful for your career. So I'm hoping that this will mean more women like you will find their way to this podcast as well. So wish me luck. I'll find out the results on the 27th of December. So only in a few days time. And I will certainly let you know on social media what happens. Okay, so I find the end of the year a really good time, as many people do, to look back on the previous year, reflect on what I learned, what worked, what didn't work, and what things I'm going to take forward into the next year. And once I'm done reflecting back, I like to look forward into the next year. So I've done the looking back. If you haven't listened to episode 31, where I talk about my 20 reflections for 2020, I also wrote a blog post about this, which I'll link to in the show notes as well, if you want to read a bit more detail. Uh, So those are my reflections. Now I'm looking forward. So I've spent the last couple of days thinking about how I'm going to streamline my efforts next year. Uh, swallow my own medicine and be a bit more intentional with my energy and time in terms of where I'm taking my coaching business and where I'm taking this podcast as well. As I mentioned in episode 31, I did spend a lot of this year suffering from shiny objects syndrome where I guess It's probably just the fact that I was new to business. I still am. I've been running this business uh, full time for about a year and three or four months. Um, And although I've been coaching for years beforehand, running a business is very different. And those of you who are founders of companies as well, you'll know what I mean when I say that there are so many ideas out there. There's so many podcasts and blog articles and um, I don't know, messages out there saying you should do this. Uh, If you do that, you'll be able to attract more people to work with or you'll be able to work with the right people to get them more results. So there's a lot of noise out there and when you're new to something, this goes with anything. When you're new to something, you always go out and look for advice from people who are a bit more experienced than you. But that has its own detriments as well, which I definitely found myself. It meant that I was just taking on anyone's advice that I saw without really thinking about how it related to my situation and what was actually best for me. Now, this is something I speak a lot to my own clients about when they're trying to figure out their career direction. While it's good to ask for advice, the other people you get advice from don't know your own situation. So you can't just rely on what someone else tells you. It really has to be something you listen to, but have to think about how it relates to your own um, career. And That's something that I need to do with my own business as well. What I'm trying to say is 
although I had to go through that experience of trying lots of different things, seeing what worked, seeing what didn't work, I had to learn from my own mistakes no matter how much someone else told me to do something or not to do something, I had to learn from them myself. So I've done that. I'm sure there's many more lessons for me to learn, but 2021 I've decided is a year where I'm going to focus my time, energy, and attention on three things for women in STEM. So The main focus is to teach women in STEM step-by-step frameworks to become confident, strategy savvy, and influential leaders with ease and grace. If you go onto my website, www.tiffanydawson.co, you'll see that I have changed my uh, website uh, homepage heading to reflect this. So just to highlight the three things that I'm working on with Women in STEM next year, they're confidence, being strategy savvy, and being influential. I've chosen these three things, not only because these are challenges that I've personally faced in the past, but also I have gone through every single coaching session I've run this year, including my free career clarity calls. And every single woman I spoke to, no matter what their own situation was, they all had challenge with these three things. They all either lacked confidence, didn't have a strategy or didn't know how to influence other people to allow them to do what they wanted. You'll also see on my website homepage header that I specifically say that I will be teaching women in STEM step-by-step frameworks. Now, this is not something that I set out to do when I first created Tiffany Dawson Coaching, but I have realized now that I love a framework and I feel that this is the most effective way of teaching people to become confident in doing things. So if there's ever a time that you're new to doing something or you're not confident in doing something, when you have a step-by-step framework or a process to follow that someone else gives you, it gives you enough structure to be able to complete that task or to approach a problem in a really easy to follow way but it's also not so rigid that it doesn't give you any space to move and to make it your own. For example one of the things I'll be teaching under the influential banner is how to do a presentation confidently. Now, presenting is often one of those things that lots of people are afraid of doing, but it is only because they've never been taught how to do it. And maybe they haven't had many chances to do it in their lifetimes. Now, I know that for many, many roles across all of STEM, to get to a senior level, you have to be able to present, whether that is um, something as informal as presenting something in a meeting Or it might be, I know in a lot of engineering companies, to become a partner, you need to pass a whole bunch of different interview stages. One of them is a presentation. This becomes a bit of a barrier for women because they are just expected to know how to present, not just for women, like to anyone, but they're just expected to know how to present 
and in a very artificial environment and no one teaches them how to. So I will be teaching a step-by-step framework on how to do that kind of presentation. Now, of course, it's a framework, so you can make it um, your own, so you can adjust the framework to suit, but when you aren't confident or when you don't know how to do something, having what's you know one person's framework is really helpful in ordering your thoughts and once you have a bit more experience you can kind of play around with that framework and see what works for you so I've realized now with most of my coaching sessions when a client comes to me with a challenge for some reason I always have some sort of framework to give them Uh, I'm I can't say that I came up with all of them myself but I know that I read a ton of of personal development books and career development books. So I save you a lot of time having to read all those books because I know those frameworks already and I can help you with them. So because I have all these frameworks, I feel that this is the most effective and efficient way for me to get that information across to you so that you can quickly become confident in doing those things that you haven't had a chance to practice a lot. So if you've got an eagle eye, you'll see that every episode in 2021 will have something to do with building confidence, becoming a bit more strategic or being influential in your field. This is true also for my blog posts, for my social media content and for all of the coaching sessions that I'll do confidence, strategy, savvy, and influence. Those are the three things. I will be continuing to do my corporate group workshops. I've noticed this year that this is the number one thing I love doing as part of my job. I love a lot of parts of my job, but when I have a group workshop on that day, I notice that I wake up with so much joy, energy and excitement for that workshop because I firstly know what it's like to be part of that workshop. So as an attendee, I've been a part of many of those group workshops for women before as an engineer and I always got so much out of it, not just because I learned something from the presenter, which is me now, But I also learn so much from the women around me and I get to know those women so much better. So I know that when I present or provide a group workshop that all the women who attend, they don't just learn something new, but they feel more part of a community and they really do get that sense of personal growth and um yeah, that, that feeling of community that you don't get anywhere else. While most of these workshops will be provided as part of like a group corporate setting. So, you know, for example, if you work at an engineering company, I might come in to provide workshops for your women in your workplace. So while most of them would be as part of an organization setting, I will open up a couple of sessions where individuals can come and join. I understand that not everyone is blessed to be a part of an 
organization that might be big enough to have a group of women. Uh, Their organization might not be willing to invest the money in the women in their workplace. So if that's something that you specifically want to join as an individual, which shows a lot of commitment to your own career, then I will be opening up a couple of sessions as well. So if you do work for a STEM organization anywhere in the world, I provide these workshops virtually, especially now that we are in COVID times. Let me know. There might be a workshop that I provide that will be really, really useful for the women in your workplace. So I'm happy to send you over a bit more information and that might be info that you need to provide to your HR manager or one of the directors in your firms. I will of course be continuing on with my individual coaching, which I love doing. This is where I get to be really involved in these women's lives and their careers. I get to help them with some of the tricky situations and decisions that they've got to make and help them to discover this newfound confidence in in themselves that they can do it themselves. My aim basically is to work myself out of a job. (laughs) It's to teach these women to become self-sufficient, to know when to get help, but also not be reliant on it. So I will again be teaching these step-by-step frameworks so that they can start building their own confidence in doing these new tasks. I really do love my job. I can't stress this enough. It's incredible to be able to watch these women's lives and mindsets and confidence in their careers completely transform in front of my eyes through the few weeks that we spend together. And I'll also be releasing a couple of online courses and or digital packages for women who like to do a bit of self-study and learn at their own pace. But as I said many times already, they are all going to be focused around the three banners of confidence, being strategy savvy and influence in the workplace so that all of you lovely women in STEM will be able to become the strong leaders and strong role models that our industry so desperately needs. Now, the other thing you can expect from this podcast is that I'm going to find a way to make this more of a two-way conversation. I've said to a couple of you who have messaged me online to say, hey, I listened to this episode. I've, I've said, I so appreciate you messaging me to tell me that you're listening and to tell me what you enjoyed because this is such a one-way form of communication. I'm putting out a message to you and I don't really always know what your reactions are compared to if I was giving a talk on stage. So I am going to find a way to make this a bit more two-way and I will be utilizing my Facebook group. So if you haven't joined that already, it's called Wonder Women in STEM. I'll leave the link to that in the show notes. Um, But come and join the Facebook group. I will be sharing a bit more information over there once I've kind of ironed out a few creases of how I'm going to do this. But there will be a way for you to get involved in this podcast if you so choose to, which I'm really excited about. This podcast isn't just about me. It is 
all about you, what you're going through, the things that you've learned that you can share with other women in STEM, the challenges you're overcoming at the moment, and all of that really good stuff that is going to make a massive impact to other women in STEM just like you. So come and join me and the other hundreds of women in STEM over on the Wonder Women in STEM Facebook group. Business aside, a couple of things that I'll be working on on a personal note, uh, spending less time on my phone, tracking my daily achievements. So I've bought an amazing, uh, I think it's like an A2 wall calendar. Maybe it's even A1. It's a massive wall calendar uh, where I will be writing down every single day my biggest achievement that day. It could be as small as you know, getting out of bed if I'm having one of those days. I just feel like this year I have achieved some really incredible things, but I haven't tracked them. So I really want to have it somewhere I can kind of see all in one place. Um, So that's one thing. Plan at least one date per month with my lovely husband. Um, This year has obviously been a bit difficult to plan dates, but I still think there could have been more that I could have done. So I'm going to set myself that challenge for next year. Um, What else? Oh, I do want to treat myself to something nice once per month, whether that's like a massage or facial or I don't know, something that just feels a bit luxurious. That's one thing that I want to build on next year is to be kinder to myself and to show myself that kindness through gifting myself something special every month. Uh, Read a book per month. I've actually smashed that goal. I think I've read about 25 to 28 books this year. Haven't uh, tracked them all again. (laughs) Maybe next year's a year of tracking. And the final thing is to give more, whether that is money to charity, my time in volunteering, uh, gifts to friends, whatever it is, it's to give more. I know that these goals are a little bit wishy-washy and I need to um, really (laughs) tighten them up a bit in terms of what, uh, you know, spend less time on my phone looks like, for example. But those are the types of things I'm going to be working on as well on a personal note. I'd love to hear what you will be working on next year, whether that is from a professional standpoint or from a personal standpoint. So please do message me. Let me know. The best way to do this uh, is to take a screenshot of this podcast right now and tag me. So uh, on Instagram, I am at Tiffany Dawson underscore. So screenshot, tag me and tell me what one thing you're working on next year is, because I would absolutely love to know. I'll be taking two whole weeks off this podcast, which is a bit scary because I've not done that yet since starting, but I'm going to have to let go. And so I will be back on the 6th of January with, I'm sure, lots of tales of what went down over my Christmas break. This is my official message to you that you also deserve a break. So whatever time you are taking off work, make sure you fully take it off. Stop looking at your emails, stop checking your Slack messages or whatever you use at work. Really take this time fully off. Your brain needs a break, especially after this crazy year. So 
really switch off. Make a conscious effort to do it. And I know some of you might be tempted to just sneak into your inboxes just to clear a few things up. It doesn't matter. You don't need to do that. That is not something you should prioritize during your break. What you should be prioritizing is either time with your loved ones, time being kind to yourself. Um, What else could you do? Time to relax, really, and just give your brain that break it really deserves. And finally, a huge, huge thank you to you, my amazing listener to How to Be a Steminist. This project of mine, this podcast, uh, really started off as a bit of an experiment. And I am so over the moon that you have joined me, whether it was just for this episode or whether you might have listened to every single episode I've put out. I'm so grateful that you're here, that you are listening and that you really care about your career enough to spend your spare time listening to how you can improve it and how you can improve life for yourself outside of work. This is really going to help move the needle when it comes to creating more diverse workplaces in STEM, which is my main goal. And I'm incredibly happy that you are joining me on this journey to achieve that. As always, I always appreciate a quick rating and review on Apple Podcasts or iTunes if you enjoyed this episode and or the rest of the show. And don't forget to subscribe so that you don't miss my first ever episode of 2021. Until then, have an amazing end of your break and take care.